Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the CX Goalkeeper Podcast. Your host, Greg, will have smart discussions with friends, experts, and thought leaders on customer experience, transformation, and leadership. Please follow this podcast on your preferred platform. I am sure you will enjoy the next episode with the guest I selected for you. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the next episode of the CX Goalkeeper podcast. Today I'm really thrilled because I'm going to discuss about artificial intelligence and what is happening in this environment with Manu Duevedi. Hi Manu, how are you? Hey, hey Greg, how are you? Very well, super thrilled to kick off this discussion. But the audience know me. Now it's important that the audience know also you. You are really a smart guy. You, was, you were recommended to me by a really good friend. And therefore, Manu, could you please introduce yourself? Oh, absolutely. Hey, everyone. I'm Manu Devede. I have been in this industry for almost more than a decade now. I have worked in almost every role that you can imagine. I've gone through a lot of hats. And right now, I'm a director of ETEC Insights for ETEC Global Services. I basically started as an agent around you know, 11, 12 years ago. And since then, I think I believe of myself as a lifelong learner of AI. I went to MIT. Uh, you know, finished my course at top three of the class. I have been working with ETech implementing AI solutions specifically, you know, when it comes to speech and audio for the last seven to 10 years. Uh, my specialty is ensuring that I'm helping machine learns human better and human conversations. Thank you, Manu. And to learn a bit more about yourself and your, your career, which values drive you in life? Okay, that's a very good question, Greg. And I think it's very important for a person to, you know, have key values that drive them. For me, there are two. One is always being curious about, you know, things. You never know enough. You have never learned at all, right? And that's what drove me personally. I have got around seven to eight years ago, I learned about Perceptron model. That was an AI model that was, that's where this entire thing began, right? My professor kind of, we were doing chatting and I showed him something that had some weights and he was like, hey, you know what? This is exactly what Perceptron is. And that's where it started. The second value that I believe got me where I am and my mentor, you know, always, you know, taught this to me was valuing people and ensuring that you are able to grow them. And that has been phenomenal for me. Even at eTech, you, when you think about it, uh, you know, seven years back, I was just starting in this industry and today I'm the director of this organization, right? It cannot happen without people driving, helping me, providing me the feedback, ensuring that I'm walking towards the right path. And, you know, I believe that we should pass that forward. And I've tried to do the exact same thing with my team as well. Thank you very much, Muno. I really like this exchange because we want to speak about artificial intelligence, but you really started with a human touch. And therefore, let's kick off the game and discuss about artificial intelligence. And the first point that you are mentioning, I think it's really interesting. How is it possible to balance the AI cap capabilities and maintaining a human-centric approach in the workplace? That, Greg, that's a question that, you know, have been, I see that being asked a lot of times, but I see people being afraid of things like, hey, AI is going to take over and so on. But one thing that, you know, people don't talk about is that AI is nothing without human beings. Let's talk about one key approach that, you know, Chad made ChatGPT or OpenAI what it is right now. It was RHFL, recurrent human feedback loop. There are three key loops, human in the loop, with the loop, or on the loop. You will notice each one of them has human in their name. AI is nothing without the human actually providing it either feedback 
helping it make decisions or making decisions based on the data that AI is providing. I don't think, you know, AI, AI and human will work together where AI will augment repetitive things that we were spending a lot of our time in. And it will empower us to be able to do better in those eight, nine hours that we have in a day. And I think that's the key to it. AI will be an enabler for human beings. AI will ensure that we are able to get those repetitive things, like, you know, automated, those very resource-intensive things that really help you make decisions. Now, you don't have to spend that, you know, hours getting those resources. AI will get those data points for you, and then you will end up making those decisions. So, I think, you know, to summarize it all, AI and human will have to work together to be able to go to the next level now. Thank you, Mano. It, it, it's really interesting. And you mentioned that it's augmentation of human beings or doing repetitive tasks. You are working in, in the customer service field. Do you have perhaps an example that you implemented in the last few months or weeks that helped your colleagues doing a better job? Oh, absolutely. Let's talk about one. So I'll start with a story, a story of performance disparity. Now, when you talk about a typical contact center, there will be one thing that we all knew and we all accepted. It was that some people will always be the best performers and some people will always be the bottom quartile. And we just accepted that as a fact, right? Now, let me tell you what AI did. When we started this, we implemented speech analytic models to be able to understand what your top performers are doing. Not only did we understand it, we also statistically quantified the success of these behaviors. And then in near real time, AI sent this information back to the agents who weren't able to do these behaviors. And now we had suddenly bridged the gap. Everybody had the same information to be able to make better decision. And we just implemented this for a customer a while back where you know they were struggling with being able to save customers who were coming in and, uh, to cancer. And what they realized was that top performers were explaining the benefits of what this really means when bottom performers were just taking orders. When this information was actually cascaded to bottom performers, they realized that there are better behaviors that we can follow. They got that coaching in the moment and they were able to implement it. So now agents knew what, when, how, in the moment, without depending on anybody. And this didn't happen entirely autonomously, right? AI had to be taught what to look for. So I think that's a great example of how customer experience itself is evolving. This was speech analytics, right? There are multiple examples out there as well. When you talk about generative AI. Now, it's not like generative AI chatbots are just taking away jobs of all the agents who are chatting currently, right? It's empowering them. Now, agents don't have to spend time looking for those troubleshooting instructions in the knowledge base. They get it in the moment. They don't have to spend time researching customer's account. They get it on their screen. But the decision maker is still the agent because nothing can replace human creativity and empathy. What I really like is the first example that you use. It was not about generative AI because that's something that everybody's speaking, but also this voice-to-text technologies it's really incredible because that's the opportunity to transform unstructured data into structured data and then starting to find out how to work on. And I think these are new skills that we need, that people need. How do you think AI will transform, change job roles and skills in digital and customer experience sectors? 
Greg, that's a great question. And I actually want to give an example that happened to me personally. Let's start with that, right? So at EDEC, we had somewhere around 300 to 400 analysts who were seven years ago listening to calls and then, you know, going through the data to make decisions and help customers make decisions, right? Then so we realized that now, you know, we need to level up. You, It's not about 10 calls anymore, 15 calls as, as well, right? So the entire workforce was upscaled. Currently, I have 340 data analysts, engineers, and scientists. We didn't get rid of a single guy who was there. Everybody learned. They learned how to train these engines. They learned how to, you know, provide feedback to these engines. They learned how to help make better decisions based on the data that is provided. So I think AI is shifting our workforce to be higher skilled. Soon you will see that the new roles will pop up. Like right now we talk about machine learning engineers. In future, it will be more about AI engineers. You know, prompt engineering is already a thing. We will also see people coming in and, you know, AI quality analysts will become a thing as well, where people are looking at the quality feedback that is providing by AI and telling it, you know, how to be better. So overall, I see this entire ecosystem shifting towards a higher skill job role where now people can do more in those time tasks that they have instead of it replacing job. That is, you know, one thing that everybody fears. And I think what you're saying is extremely interesting because you have now a lot a lot of data scientists, but the opportunity to scale up, it's extremely big because you are then automating a lot of tasks, a lot of jobs that can be then applied in a lot of different contact center, customer service and environment. We spoke a lot or sometimes about internal, it means workforce and how to augment them. Now let's let's look on the other side about really customer experience for external customers. How can AI enhance customer experience strategies while ensuring personalization and human-centric interactions? That's a very good question, Greg. And uh, one thing that I want to you know, really talk about when it comes to this is right now, AI, when we talk about AI, we think of AI as somebody who has a magic potion and they're going to solve everything, right? It's not, this is not how AI works. You have to define use cases. You have to ensure that AI is customized to what you need out of it. And AI is currently transforming CX exactly the same way. When you think about it, now customers don't have to wait in you know, queues for one hour, two hours, because a lot of things that an agent was doing when it comes to repetitive tasks like researching a customer is happening in the moment. Verifying customers happens autonomously. So now AI is making agents capable enough that they can resolve their queries very quickly. And what it's providing is in the moment customer feedback and customer resolution and taking that entire duration that it used to the customer effort of spending a lot of times on phones and chat is reducing. Also, AI is helping customers make proactive decisions as well. For an example, I don't want to you know, go on a chat or spend time on a call for 10-15 minutes just to reset my password. You know, now AI is helping you do that in the moment. I pick, I click on help. It asks me which one of these things you want to do. I click reset password. It tells me how to and we are good. So these are some examples that I see right out there where AI is helping customer experience become better. And one key thing is that AI is not only chat focused or call focused. AI is omni-channel. AI is looking at everything. So now when a customer comes in and they have an issue, agent knows about 
they went if they went to the website if they you know called in somebody they already know what the issue is they already know what the resolution is because ai is providing all of this cdp customer data platforms are becoming a thing where all of the data is residing in one platform and ai is taking it from, from there to help you make decisions better so ai is enhancing customer experience every step of the way i really like what, what you are saying and i think the the big change and the next movement will be being really proactive on this uh, data platform customer data platform there are, there is a lot of new information about the customer but also about the context of the customer and at the point in time well companies will get really proactive and inform the customer this and that happened you should do this and that as you said password reset at some point in time if you type two three times the wrong password then the company should know <laughs> let's contact uh, the guy and tell manu asking him is he trying to type the password and if yes let's let's proactively reset the password i think this this will be really the nice features that will make the difference from norm, normal companies to ai enabled companies and we're speaking a bit also about innovation and risk i mentioned also security and so on what are what are from your point of view the primary risk in ai and how can this effectively mitigate it greg i think one of the primary risk that everybody is talking about right now is bias and when people talk about bias in ai models they you know usually i see people talking about important things like you know human values perception gender and so on but there is one more thing that we all need to address bias is not just about this bias is also about your perception of the data that you are feeding ai so for an example if you do not believe in ai you do not believe in ai needing all the information it needs to make decision you are going to train the ai the same way and the ai will be trained on a data set that won't be enough for it to make a decision let's take a very specific example let's say you believe that all the negative sentiments that you are getting from the customer are customers fault now let's say you had to go ahead and train an ai engine to identify these sentiments in real time what will you do you will train ai on the examples that you are so used to looking at and now what's end up happening is you have just trained a biased model and that model is going to provide you exactly what you have been saying till now that they are pissed off because they didn't you know know how to reset the password or they didn't do this properly but what about the things that you never knew so bias is about not just about human values but it's about providing everything that is needed for a model to make a decision and not just what your perception is and i see that that will be a big risk that companies will have to go through because human perception will always come into the picture where people will think that what they know is right and teach the model the same way second and a bigger risk i'm sorry you were saying something no no it's great you can continue i'm laughing because i have an example to to share but you continue sorry and second and one of the big things that i see right now is now ai has become so popular specifically after chat gpt right let's let's be honest chat gpt was not the major breakthrough in ai in this year it was way before it when google released all the you know google and facebook released all the visual models but nobody knew about that chat gpt made it easy for you to interact with an ai system and then suddenly everybody realized that ai is the thing it's coming and now there is a race where every company is trying to buy ai and integrate it with their tech stack 
but a lot of those decisions are being made without a clear use case and this is one of the very big risk that i see where suddenly after a year come because of these mistakes that are being made currently in procuring those ai models suddenly people will become disillusioned with ai or they will start thinking ai is not helpful when in reality you did not implement a clear use case and a goal for ai to solve so these are the two key risks that i see currently to comment a bit on that what you're saying uh, starting with the second one i see a lot of companies asking their people let's do an ai or chat gpt project without yeah. knowing what to achieve yes we give all our data or all our documents into chat gpt and then we will see what happens but without having a clear outcome what you want to achieve it's impossible to do something that it's really also bring value and then if you start investing in this technology and you don't see the value then perhaps some stakeholders will will be won't be happy and then uh, and then you need to start again and the time the point in time that you really need to implement something that makes sense then you have a lot of questions discussion because you already tried once this is this is on one side what i'm really seeing but what's really interesting was the first part that you mentioned because this biases i think th this is something that that's it's key and in only my small world with 150 episode i i created in the last two and a half years i started working together with chatgpt and i can i think you can empathize and i ask uh, chatgpt for help and the, uh, yesterday evening i asked chatgpt what do you think about my podcast and then biases as you're saying oh this is a great podcast it's outstanding i said okay yes but i want to improve that and then with the right prompting prompting on the level that i know not the level of of the expert that are in your companies or outside but then chatgpt started telling me oh you need to focus on the audio quality you need to focus on video quality you need to focus on seo this and that and this was really helpful but from the first glance at at what i was asking they said it's great and then it would be a, something like like a bias I, i really like and and enjoy what what you're what you're saying perhaps before going to to the next topics which is the most interesting use case that you implemented in the last few weeks using artificial intelligence oh let's talk about that yeah so uh, we recently helped a customer solve a very big supply chain problem and uh, it's funny how it all started so the customer is a very large global drug manufacturer and uh, they had a very unique problem they said manu when we looked at all of the interactions that we are our agents are having with the b2b customers we have taken somewhere around 500000 calls just in last quarter and when we look at those calls last two quarters and when we look at those calls we see that there is a lot of silence in each one of those interactions so we see that you know around 40 to 50% of the interaction is just silence time so this is something the model told them and this is where you will see that how human and model are working together as well so when the model told them hey 40 to 50% is just silence time we started to look deeper into it and then when we prompted the model we taught, taught the model exactly what to look for what exactly is driving this silence we saw that most of these silences were happening because once the customer told agent a problem right agent was trying to look for that information trying to talk to multiple different people internally or somebody trying to look for information that they never had 
and they were spending so much time in this research that the call duration increased from let's say 5 minutes to 10 and just think about the money that is they are spending just in those 5 extra minute in every conversation and also think about the customer effort impact now the customers are unhappy because you are not able to solve these problems when we looked at this entirely we realized that there were three key changes we needed to make one we needed to empower agents to have that information available in the moment so instead of them searching through pdfs or knowledge bases now the moment somebody said hey you know what i am looking to see exactly if this truck is available the ai provided that information to agent and agent didn't have to search for it that saved them time second we saw a lot of customers were just coming in and asking hey where is my order now that's not a question you really need a human being to answer so now ai was implemented to help them get that information in the moment if somebody comes to the help page they you know click for the help button the first question they ask is are you looking for order status ai quickly looks for it and provides it to them hey your order is one day out you will get it at exact this day so all the repetitive task like verifying a customer the first 45 to seconds to 1 minute was being spent just asking questions and customer replying do you really need a human being doing that right what is your name what is your account number ai can help you do that so we saw that by enabling these augmentation of repetitive repetitive human be task being done by ai not only were we able to enable better customer experience we were actually able to save this customers hundreds of thousands of dollar every month nobody lost their job people became empowered and even agents are happier now because they don't have to deal with unhappy customers all the time because they are taking too long to answer questions mano it's it's really a great example and you mentioned it but i want to come back to this point 1 minute or 45 seconds saved if we speak about 1 million of calls a year or 1 million of calls a month it's it's quite a lot of money i think <laughs> it's quite easy calculated how much time we can save from from our employees and then it's the judgment of the leadership if it's <laughs> the, the the idea to reduce the number of employees or to give more time for other calls to reduce the the length of the queues customer waiting in the queue and so on but this is this is the application of artificial intelligence in order to automate it automating processes which don't require human interactions and 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 it's it's really incredible what is possible and and thinking about leadership executive level taking some de- decision i think also in this field ai can support executive leadership in taking decisions what's your view how can we apply or how can leadership apply ai to make more data driven decisions Oh absolutely Greg and I think we are going to this leads us back to the conversation we were having that everybody is just a buying ai because it's the shiny new toy right so one key thing that i'll tell is every executive needs to have a team that is educated on ai at least understand ai on a broader perspective and has a very clearly defined ai use case before you buy one if you have a use case that you know is going to solve my problem then you make that purchase decision to solve the problem not the other way around that you buy ai and then look problems to solve that's one key thing and one one very clear way ai can help executives right now is you know specifically the time it takes to get the actionable insights 
for an executive it's very important to have information in the moment to make those data driven decision and not perception based decision because i feel that right now in a lot of places it's happening that decisions are being made because somebody at the executive level felt okay i've been here for 25 years i know exactly what my customer need so what i would say is ai will help executive go through 100% of your customer interaction every touch point that your customer has and then provide you the actionable insight that you need to make that decision and of course this will be an hr and ai role not just an ai role also ai will help you track those decisions in real time one thing that i see a lot of executive struggling with currently is okay i made a decision for an example i saw that an offer was very impactful with my customer everybody was saying this is great i'm going to buy it so i released it in five different markets on top of the my testing market right now executives have to sit still and wait maybe in a week i'll get information on how the other markets are doing but with ai they will get this information in near real time and now they will know what is the impact of my decisions as well so for executives it will help ai will help them track the decisions that are being made first of all it will help them make those decisions that are data driven not perception driven and i think that's the biggest you know key if you are making decision based on what each and every customer of your of your customer feels and you are able to track them in real time to make those modifications in real time now every executive is empowered to make decisions quicker and ensure that they have a better probability of success thank you mano i am not going to ask who will be responsible for a wrong decision taken by ai this is something for for the next podcast but we already spoke about biases and uh, and this game is coming to an end but in the extra time in the last 3 minutes i still have three question for you in 10 years time from now we are back on the cx goalkeeper podcast what we are discussing about greg i that is a very interesting question for me because i see that ai is evolving every day there are new research people coming in every day remember the time like 3 years back research paper on machine learning used to drop once a month if then now there are research paper dropping in every day which has something new chat gpt just became multi model llama's new version just got released elon musk released his own ai <laughs> engine everything is happening so fast i think within 10 years greg we might be back on this podcast and discussing things like the impact that ai has made to enable human we will see how new job roles have opened how new revenue streams have opened based on what ai was help, you know help us achieve basically thank you very much and what's the best way to contact you oh the best way to contact me is just drop me an email at manu at etechtexas.com you can also find me on linkedin by just writing me your name over there if you have any questions around ai if you are just interested in learning more about ai as well drop me a text i enjoy and i would love to have these conversations thank you and to the audience you will find all the information in the show notes i will drop you a line because i want to to have you back not in 10 years time but next year to discuss the evolution of artificial intelligence on on this podcast now we are coming to the last question is manus golden nugget it's something that we discussed or something new to leave to the audience my golden nugget greg will be that 100 years ago and this is this was something that andrew nick said one of the you know uh, you can think of him as the father of artificial intelligence 
he said that ai is do, going to do to humanity what electricity did 100 years ago so either you are afraid of ai or you are apprehensive of ai it's coming right and it will help you do make those decisions it will help you do those uh, you know get more jobs now as an executive it's your turn to start doing something about it if either you can be a dinosaur and you know never do anything about ai and kodaks and blockbusters happen or you can get into the moment define clear use cases and start utilizing ai thank you very much mano it was really a great pleasure to have you on the cx goalkeeper podcast thank you it was an immense pleasure to talking talking with you greg thank you so much i appreciate it thank you and to the audience it's everything manu please stay with me i hope that you enjoyed this discussion as much as i did we love feedback contact manu contact me for any questions any feedback that you have related to this episode or related to artificial intelligence thank you very much and have a nice day bye bye thank you everyone if you enjoyed this episode please share the word of mouth subscribe it share it until the next episode please don't forget We are not in a B2B or B2C business. We are in a human-to-human environment. Thank you.